0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Build Value by Choice. I am your host, Nana Bonsu. Infinite Horizons Incorporated helps you reposition your business in five main areas liquidity, growth, labor, branding, and helping with exit strategies. you may check the website out at www.infhorizons.com to find out what more Infinite Horizons has to offer and maybe to book an appointment. I have a special guest today to talk about how business owners can effectively use one of the main tools for customer acquisition and, and lead generation, that is LinkedIn. So please don't forget to subscribe to the Us YouTube channel. I just said for Infinite Horizons, Business tips.com and also uh, on all the uh, major podcast platforms. Uh, just try to give us a rating if you like, so other people will know about it. Uh, now to our guest for today. Our guest today is Daniel Alfon. Daniel is actually based out of Israel and he's the author of Build a LinkedIn Profile for Business Success. Uh, Daniel joined LinkedIn in early 2004, which means he's made all the mistakes you can imagine, and he's back to tell us what works. So, uh, definitely, Daniel is a good person you want to listen to as a business owner. Today, Daniel's clients get results organically. There's no need to spam people when you're seeking uh, to promote your products, and there's no need to be um, working 24-7 when you're trying to grow your business. He publishes articles, interviews, and exclusive content about advanced LinkedIn strategies to clients and subscribers on his website at danielalfon.com, danielalfon.com. Welcome to Build Value by Choice, Daniel.
1: Thank you very much, Nana. Build Value by Choice is a great podcast to be on. Thank you very much. Wonderful, wonderful.
0: So give us a little bit of a background. I know in the intro, I talked about how you joined LinkedIn um, uh, back in 2004. Who is Daniel and why should the audience, uh, especially business owners, pay close attention to what you have to say?
1: Um, I think I'm a business owner myself, and, I've, and I made pretty uh, uh, much all the mistakes in the book about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a very powerful platform, as you know. It has close to 900 million users, and since you hit record, 100 people have signed up, and at each second, three people sign up. So you don't have to listen to Daniel. You have to understand LinkedIn, and Daniel is just one person who could maybe make you think about the way you use LinkedIn to grow your business.
0: Now, having said that, uh, LinkedIn is just kind of a tool. The broader kind of strategy is around networking and relationship building. How effective and, you know, and the networking and relationship building comes to virtual space. How effective do you think that virtual networking and relationship building is uh, when it comes to customer acquisition as a business strategy? Excellent. I
1: think networking in general is one of the best proven ways to grow your business. Referrals, when they come to you, they come almost pre-sold. They're less price sensitive and they're ready to start listening to you. They trust you because someone has recommended working with you and they may end up sending you business themselves it's a lot stronger and much better in the long term than any other marketing strategy i've i've tried and i've tried many of them
0: wonderful now why is linkedin in particular such an important tool for business networking
1: okay so the importance of our network in general for for a business for a career is is uh is at the top of the list and linkedin is probably if you go back to the days before linkedin then Anna, you, you should have spent a lot of time manually to try and, and, and see where has that person uh, uh, who you worked with three years ago, where is she now? Where is the that manager? What, what are they doing? Where have they moved? And now people do it themselves using their LinkedIn platform. And when you run a search, you can see who you, you know, who can, can introduce you to, to your ideal prospect. So it, it takes a lot less time Uh, because you don't have to update your your network. You can basically try and stay in touch with people you know, help them, and at one point, either ask for the referral or get referrals. I was listening to an episode you released on on your podcast uh, about getting referrals without uh, asking them. And I think it's very important for people to understand the importance of referrals. And check build value value by choice. One of the earlier... uh, Episodes, and you'll and you'll see Stacy Randall and the way she she uh, speaks about referrals.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point. I'm glad that you brought that up. Definitely, that's a good episode to check out because referrals, by I think I think is probably one of the best and you know, most effective and most cost effective ways of actually growing your business. So um, this all kind of interlinks. Um, and what what inspired you to start working with LinkedIn back in 2004? Uh, back then I was uh, in sales
1: and uh, a third of my time was dedicated to trying to find the name of the person within the organization I needed to speak with. And one one evening, I remember LinkedIn showing me the name of the person in one particular uh, distributor and, and and that helped me beat my quota, have more time, and I decided to try and play and see what what's under the hood. LinkedIn has grown tremendously since, but basically the, the way you can use linkedin to run a search it's one of the best kept secrets out there it doesn't cost you anything you just need you just need to be able to identify your prospect who's the ideal person you want to reach out to and as a small business owner usually it's not a lot of, a lot of effort for you to know you know when you wake up you know exactly who's the ideal customer you'd like to uh, to acquire. LinkedIn is just a tool that enables you to save a lot of time, identify that person and see what ideal way you have in order to have a meaningful conversation with that person.
0: Now, one of the things that sometimes, you know, sometimes uh, the whole information overload, right? Mm-hmm. Business owners are inundated with information all the time. There's all kinds of tools, all kinds of CRM tools, all kinds of marketing tools, all kinds of lead generation tools. Well, LinkedIn becomes, okay, here's another tool again. I got to kind of learn. Or wanna, I just don't have the bandwidth for it. Right. Why is you know, if they have to pick one particular tool, I imagine you say LinkedIn, why LinkedIn you know, over, say, other tools that's out there?
1: Excellent. You know what? I'll I'll say that the most important um, thing you need to spend time on or invest time in is networking. Mm-hmm. And if and if something works better for you to in order to stay in touch with people, and that's not LinkedIn, then fine, do it. LinkedIn has simply enabled us to save a lot of time. But if you have, if you have a a mastermind, if you have a WhatsApp group, if you like calling people up for their birthdays or wish them a Merry Christmas or anything else that works for you naturally, then do it. LinkedIn will, if you only have, you know, a couple of minutes a week, then what you could basically do is check the notification section and see out of your network who has who is a meaningful uh, con- connection of yours that has either started a new business or shared something important or has their birthday today or this week and that's a very low key way for you to reach out without asking anything and to stay in touch with that person and if you have obviously if, if you have more time then we can talk about optimi- optimizing your network and sharing stuff but if you only have a couple of minutes 10 minutes a week should be enough. And if you can't find 10 minutes for your career,
0: then forget LinkedIn, find something else. Right. right. So um, how, what is the... So let's talk about optimizing... Um, how can a busy business owner optimize? And I imagine that, you know, without, you know, obviously there's some, some training that come with that, but just off the top, just, you know, for somebody who says, okay, they're intimidated by, okay, I log into LinkedIn, there's a search bar, you know, somewhere, you talk about notification, uh, and you talk about 10 minutes, a, you know, all you need is 10 minutes a week. Uh, but if I want to just be able to give it, say, maybe, um, you know, an hour or two a week, just so I can go beyond the basics, um, what it, you know can do you have like this setting like you know like you know, five steps or, or ten steps that you know owners need to just say okay right up the top you know check these things out you know on a daily basis or at least on a weekly basis. If you're doing these things it's a chance that you're doing something right. Cool. can we work with four steps? Oh, yeah, four steps is good. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Make so it easier for them. <laughs> I like that.
1: <laughs> you got it. So, the first step is, is basically optimizing your LinkedIn presence. Okay. And, and that means that you uh, look at your profile and you ask yourself three simple questions one, who's the ideal reader you'd like to attract? Two, what action would you like those ideal readers to perform once they bump into your LinkedIn profile? Mm -hmm. And lastly, the third question are you making it as easy for them as possible to understand why you're part of the solution? So when I look at your profile, I see build value by choice, the banner, the banner, it takes you maybe 30 seconds to upload. And that basically sets you apart from 95% of LinkedIn users. And it's amazing. And then I see the headline and the headline says, specialize in helping business owners grow and scale the value of their business. And then the podcast, instead of saying, you know, owner XYZ or CEO ABC, the the way you crafted your headline speaks to your ideal reader. If I'm not interested in growing my business, then I'll go away. And that's fine. You want me to disqualify myself. And if I'm not not a business owner, then maybe it's okay for me to move on. But if I am in business and I want to scale my business, then I'm basically attracted to learn more and to scroll down and to see what it is that you can offer me. So the first step would be to optimize your LinkedIn presence. Forget about the page. Start with your own profile. Can we move to the second stage?
0: Yep, absolutely. Yep.
1: Cool. So the second suggestion would be to optimize your network and basically ask yourself, Nana, if you had to pick only one, In three years' time, would you like to be the most connected or the best connected? The most connected gives you exposure. If you have 40,000 connections and you share something, then many people will see that. It's closer to advertising, if you like. Maybe 1% or 0.5% will click, and that's enough if if many people see it. If you want to be the best connected, that basically means you limit your network to people you know well. Because when you run an advanced search... And you see, you focus on the second mutual, the second degree contacts.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: if I see someone you're connected with and I know you, then I'm able to reach out to you outside of the LinkedIn platform, ask how you've been, and then ask you, can you do you know that person well enough to make an introduction? So the second step is to optimize your network and to pick one, either quantity or quality, try to avoid the temptation to aim for both because they're mutually exclusive. Mm. The minute you decide to grow your network to 10K or 15K or 50K, you can no longer realistically know your network. It's, it's, it's basically impossible. And if you want to know your network, that means you'll not have 15,000 connections. You may have 400, 200, 800, doesn't matter. And if you try to stay in between or aim for both, you will only gain marginal exposure while polluting the quality of, of your network and basically discouraging referrals because you will no longer know the people you know well. That is the second step. first suggestion would be to optimize your LinkedIn presence. And the second would be to optimize your LinkedIn network or your LinkedIn uh, connections. Only then the third step would be to try and see the way you'd like to share content across LinkedIn. The the, the, um, easiest thing to do would be to share content that that resonates with your audience. For example, when you want to help small business owners, as you know, it's very time-consuming to create high-quality content. But I'm sure you're reading all sorts of material that could be relevant for your audience. So what you could do is share or repurpose that content. You could take a prior episode... And instead of just saying that's episode 55 with John Doe, you can take a quote from that episode or a question without necessarily answering that question, because many people will be intrigued. You, they don't want the answer. They want. They have a very strong opinion whether A or B works, and that makes more people want to discover that episode and go and and visit your whole your whole podcast. So curating or producing top of funnel content, ideally evergreen, is the best way to attract the sort of person you'd like. Top of funnel, not not hard know-how sales, just ask yourself what question is my ideal reader struggling with? And the good news about it is that if you, if you help them move from stage A to stage B. Just by showing them you know the struggle they have, they're likely to listen to you when you say, you can now jump on a discovery call or download my free ebook, and there I will elaborate on step C. So you have to help them first. And the last bit would be the actual lead generation. So one is building or optimizing your LinkedIn presence, your profile. Two, optimize your network. Three, decide about your sharing or your content strategy. And four, generate leads. These are the four steps I would recommend.
0: Oh, that's great. That's that's powerful. Thanks, thanks for sharing that. I think uh, you know, there's four steps now. That's you know, easy as C, D, C, D. Um, now, you, you talk about all the mistakes that you've made to get to you know, where you are and you have the scars to show for it, I'm sure. What are some of the biggest mistakes that you've made on LinkedIn and, the, and also you've seen other business owners make when it comes to LinkedIn? Well, uh, I think the the probably the most common ones are
1: for small bus- and medium-sized business owners. It would be not understanding the importance of their LinkedIn profile and thinking that their LinkedIn profile. Uh, um, Page is important on LinkedIn. The LinkedIn page is not very important when you when you run a small ship, when you employ a couple of people, when you're a solopreneur, then the, the page is not very important. And a second uh, simple switch would be to understand that if you're in business and you're not looking for a job as an employee, then you need to forget about your the the way you show your CV and treat it as a website. It needs to convert Mm -hmm. your ideal reader, Mm -hmm. not as a CV, because no one is, is, no one cares whether you moved, you worked for PenFed Credit Union only until 2018 or 2017. What they're interested in is is seeing how that has helped you help business owners, small business owners work and grow and scale their business. Not as a CV, but a website.
0: Interesting. That's an. This is an interesting take. I've never really even uh, heard anybody put it that way before. And and I guess, can you give an example of uh, like, you know, how like a website looking profile page differs from like the normal, like probably like, 95% of LinkedIn profiles are like, you know, chronological looking like a almost like a resume type of thing. Because um, I've never really kind of seen an example of a website looking to, and maybe, maybe, you know, the best one would be to maybe to look at yours, but. But it just at a, if you were like describing it to somebody uh, who's, uh, who's not looking at a LinkedIn profile, what would that look like as, as far as the difference between a kind of a website looking thing, like more of a business looking uh, profile page versus a um, you know, resume looking profile page?
1: Cool. So I think actually looking at your own profile will help people understand what I meant because the, mm-hmm. the structure of the profile will not be different. We can't play with that. But what you put forward, what you uh, show people um, first, is information related to your business and the way you can help them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? and that's a more of a mental switch than than uh, setting on LinkedIn. There is no way for us to say, "Hey, I'm uh, um, I'm in business." Right. But what you, what you featured uh, you feature an element on your profile, the the uh, buffer video.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's that's a very simple way for for people to understand and to go and check the, the link you put it you put there. So th- the question I would ask is, what link would you like most people who visit your profile to go to?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And have you highlighted that link in a way that most people will feel compelled to check it out? Again, you may have worked for um, a lot of time to, to produce that video, but showing it on LinkedIn will take you less than 20 seconds. And mo- the, the, the more relevant information you add to your profile – the likelier people are going to stay on that profile and check more information until they decide they want to reach out to you because you can help them.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. you no, that's that's that is awesome. Um, what are some of the advantages of using LinkedIn for branding?
1: You know, when you run a search uh, for most small biz- and, and medium-sized business owners for their own name, their LinkedIn their LinkedIn page is likely to be one of the very top results. Okay, when when I run a search then their LinkedIn profile will top the list. And that means they don't have to pay LinkedIn. They don't have to pay Google. It's the best SEO there because you control it. When Mm -hmm. you pivot, when you launch your podcast, LinkedIn didn't uh, require you to pay more money in in order to put the podcast out there. You can simply highlight the information you'd like. And the minute you click save, that's what the world will see. Every other effort is likely to be more expensive and more time consuming. And and the challenge with, with LinkedIn is only for Whether you know what you want to show the world, LinkedIn cannot help you decide what your brand should look like. But the minute you know it, then reflecting that brand on LinkedIn is really a piece of cake.
0: Yeah, becomes a a good channel for you. Now, what is the what if is there any difference between using uh, LinkedIn to network for customer acquisition versus uh, trying to build relationships with like partners or potential partners? That is. Uh, your objective may differ,
1: but I think the essence and the strategy is the same. Whenever you can um, leverage um, mutual connection or someone who could make the introduction, that basically means, Nana, you'll be able to start a, meaning- a meaningful conversation with that X. X could be a partner. X could be your uh, ideal prospect. X ex- could be something else. But the action, the the reason people will listen to you is that they trust the person who makes the introduction. So if you think about people who know you well and who know your ideal ex well, then it doesn't matter whether their ex is a partner or a prospect because they will they will not try to uh, explain why what partnership uh, you offer. They will say you need to speak with that person because they think they can be relevant for you. And it will be your job to explain to that partner why sh- they should speak with you.
0: And if if some, what is what advice would we give to somebody like there are two different groups? One is somebody who is who may be a business owner who may be starting on LinkedIn right now, versus somebody who's been on LinkedIn but hasn't and then utilizing it. they haven't, they hadn't really kind of uh, implemented your four-step plan. What would be the advice you would give to the, these two different um, kind of personas? um the,
1: the second being about the prospect in the first
0: that the, the the first one is somebody who's who's just started out, a business owner who started out on linkedin okay and the All second right. one is somebody who's been on linkedin but you know just kind of was just there just has like a profile but nothing really happening okay thanks
1: right? thanks for, thanks yeah. for clar- clarifying that then maybe the only visible difference would be the size of their network the first person is likely to have zero or very few connections and the second may have hundreds or even thousands but it, it means they only treated LinkedIn as a glorified Rolodex. They're accepting invitations from people. They sent out invitations when they worked for company A or company B. And now is the time to optimize their profile. Why is that? Because basically they have been promoted a site that is under construction. Just imagine you would you would want to launch your, your um, business and, and when you go to, when I run a search for InfoHorizons.com, instead of seeing your page with the media and the resources and uh, uh, the way to schedule complementary complimentary call, I would see a page that says under construction. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So forget about the size of your network and try to make sure that your profile converts. Only then will it make sense to grow your network. Because no one is going to see a page that's, that's under construction and take a note mentally to check you out in six months. They will simply move elsewhere. Yeah. Once your website, you, you don't promote your website because it before it's ready.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good point. What do you see as the future of uh, you know LinkedIn and, and networking in general?
1: Probably does change uh for many people the way they uh, they network and they move to um virtual first, if you'd like. Um more and more people are Um, networking with people they've never uh, had coffee with. But you know that in some cases, uh, virtual relationships could be really meaningful. When when you've had a conversation with that person, when you think they can resonate with you, then it may take a bit more time than what we did in the old days, but it would still be valuable. The, The key is to have some system. If you Want to grow a network if you, if you want to have 10k or 30,000 connections, then you need to try and do something after that person has accepted your invitation request or after you have accepted their invitation request. If you only accept and you do nothing else, then when I ask about you, instead of saying if you want to grow or scale your small, um size business you want to, to, to speak with them and they would say I have no idea who that person is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think you know which one which answer uh, you'd prefer.
0: Right right. No, that's awesome. Well thank you so much, Daniel. this was great uh, you know helpful insights and I hope our uh, business owner our audience uh, and business development uh, professionals will gain a lot out of it. Uh, if people want to, um, you know, get in contact with you and learn more about what you do, how can they do that? Thank you
1: very much. It's been a pleasure to speak with you. DanielAlfon.com is the best place to go.
0: Wonderful. And I understand that you have you have a gift for people who have listened to this episode um, all the way through.
1: Right. If you go to the homepage of DanielAlphon.com, there'll be a giveaway, a free giveaway. Create a LinkedIn profile headline that sells. I quoted earlier your own LinkedIn pro, uh, profile headline. And the cheat sheet will basically show you a simple formula of making your uh, headline customer-friendly and customer-ready.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And we're going to have that information also in the show notes so people that may not have the opportunity to uh, to really to jot it down. So thanks again uh, for everybody listening. Thank you for your time. And don't forget to uh, give us a rating, like it, share it. And uh, till next week, bye for now.